Right, Lions, it's all access with men's basketball head coach Stan Johnson. Each week, Coach Johnson will take Lions behind the scenes with the men's basketball program, talk about the new standard and upcoming events with the program. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Well, before we get started, we just want to thank our sponsor, LMU Athletics. would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your local University Credit Union at ucu.org. Coach, thanks so much for joining us again. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, first things first, uh, I want to get started off talking about uh, your return to full-fledged practices. Uh, how has it been getting the guys back in, in full swing? It's been great. Um, you know, last week was our uh, first week of total official practice. Um, you know, this week we're two days into it because Wednesdays are off days for us. You know, we've had two really good days of practice, Monday and Tuesdays. I felt like those were our two best practices we've had. So I, you know, our hope is to continue to get better and, you know, hopefully we'll we'll get back tomorrow and take the next step. But uh, it's been great to have everybody. Uh, it's been great to be practicing. It's been great to be playing and working towards something, you know. So uh, we have a long way to go. But like I said, uh, the last Monday and Tuesdays, uh, we, we had two two really good days. What does it mean, uh, not only to you, but also the team, just to be back in the full swing of things? Does it start to feel a little bit more normal? Yeah, I think anytime you're on the court, you know, there's some normalcy because your mind's on that, uh, not on the other things. Uh, so in that regard, it is. You're still reminded of it because you've got to have the mask on and all those things. So you you have that still going, but uh, it does feel normal. It does feel good. Um, you know, if you're a basketball player or a coach, there's no better place to be than the gym. Uh, so that's exciting, and uh, you know our guys are embracing it, and we're working through it together. Has the style of practice or the style of play changed at all now that you guys are back in the full swing of things, or has it kind of been the same style that you were seeing before? Well, I mean, our style never changes. We're we're trying to uh, make it a part of our DNA. You know, like I said last week or whenever we had our last podcast, um, you know, all this is is new, and when you have more time, more practice time. You know, you have a chance to to improve and, and really work on some things because you have a lot more time. So uh, nothing's changing. The only change it should make is for the better. But the way we want to play is how we want to play. So it's just a matter of it becoming a habit for our guys where they don't have to think they're more reacting. Well, you mentioned in your most recent new standard letter that, uh, and I'm quoting here, Working hard gets you a ticket in the door, but competing on every play, drill, and rep builds the basketball character you need to be a winner. How do you ask the team uh, and how do you implement that mindset for them, uh, that competitive mindset, off the court? I tell our guys all the time, everything you do, you should, you should compete at it. And, you know, if you're not a great math student, if you have stats, you may not be the best, but you should compete to do your best. You know, the great ones are always competing. And... Sometimes the person that we have to compete with the most is ourself because sometimes ourself will tell us that we're not capable of doing something. And that's been my challenge with them. With everything, you should try to give your best. And your best doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Your best may not be as good as somebody else's, but it's your best. And as long as you're doing that, I'm going to be happy with you. And as long as you do that, you're going to have a chance to be successful in life. You know, so it's always giving your best, stepping outside of your comfort zone, having courage to do that and, and to, you know, to really, truly go after it and, and learn. I mean, you can be in school and 
not learn that much because you don't, you're just checking the box. And I've asked them, don't be someone who checks the box. Be where your feet are and take advantage of what you have and compete at what you're doing. And then we try to do that in every facet of, of life and the game. Do you feel that that competitive nature is something that a player or an athlete or, or an individual is born with, or is it something that's more learned and something that comes through practice and repetition? Um, I, I think, you know, people have a certain level of competitiveness in them that's different from each other. I, I believe that. Can you get better at it? Sure, but you have to want to do that. You can't make somebody more competitive. And I've told our guys that I can make you work hard. I can put you on the line. We can run you. We can make drills hard. You'll get a good workout. Being a competitor, though, is going above and beyond what you've been asked to do. It's doing it with your complete heart, mind, and soul and body. And it's a will, a dying will to want to win. And people can't give you that. You've got to want that. So that's what I've told them. You know, we've got to become a team that that truly, 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 truly enjoys competing, that relishes competing, that wants to compete. We can't be a team that works hard. Everybody works hard. Do you feel that this team has, has enjoyed competing and that competitive spirit more and more as, as things get back more towards, I guess, what you would say is normal? Are they enjoying that competitiveness? Well, I think we have a team that really works hard. And I think we have a team that on some days shows that level that I'm talking about. Consistently, we're not there yet. And um, that's what we got to address. And that's what we got to get better at. We have to be consistent with it. That means every single day I compete at the level needed to be successful, not 1% below that. You know, so we're still trying to understand that. But, you know, we, we've shown glimpses, you know, we're not all the way there yet. Well, speaking of competitiveness and, and that competitive mindset, personnel-wise, someone you've brought in this season is is Brian Kane. Uh, how much has, has Brian helped that competitive spirit and helped energize the guys and, and get that competitiveness flowing in everything they do, both on the court and off the court? Well, Brian's been a great addition. You know, Brian is a mental performance coach, and, you know, he's all about process and, 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 and trying to, you know, clear your mind and and clearing your mind and is, is all about being organized and having a process to what you do. So how you go about um, becoming a better basketball player? Well, there's a process, how you sleep, how you eat. It spends a lot of time talking to our guys about process and, you know, the mental game and the mental aspect of it, which is the most important part of it. If you don't have clarity of mind, it doesn't matter what we teach you X and O wise, you know? So uh, he's doing a good job of, you know, providing the mental imagery needed to be successful, envisioning yourself having success. What does that look like? Um, again, how you go about success? What does your day look like? How do you process your day? Where are you spending your time? All those things. So he's been a great asset and, um, you know, he's really helping us as we try to create the right culture and discipline and focus needed to to be a good basketball program. You were speaking there for a minute about process. Has Brian kind of helped tailor a, a different regiment for every member of the team, or has it been more of a team mindset as a whole that he's been focusing on with the guys? You know, everybody's got a different way to approach it, so it's, it's different for everybody. Uh, but the concepts are all the same. The process of someone's process may be different. You know, how somebody plans their day, where they're spending their time, each guy's different how someone's using uh, the Calm app, again, as a form of maybe meditation or 
um, a way to sleep. You know, there's different ways to use that. You know, so that's that's different. You know, everyone's mental imagery uh, may be different, you know, as they're preparing for a game or how they're seeing themselves perform. So holistically, the concepts are all the same, but the approach is, is on an individual level. Can you walk us through just some of the exercises or some of the things that Brian has been working uh, with these guys to do, whether it be meditation or, or mindfulness or, or some of those things? What does that look like from their standpoint? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things. Like I said, you know, we talk about sleep and we talk about recovery. You know, we talk about eating. You know, we, we've told our guys there's four elite ways of becoming, living a championship lifestyle. One would be how you eat. Two would be how you move. Move means training, you know, in the weight room. Three would be where Brian comes in, the mental game, uh, that mentality. And that's, again, not only how we watch extra film, but meditation, what that looks like. And sometimes when you think of meditation, people have these different views. You know, sometimes it's breathing. You know, when you go to the free throw line, we take a deep breath. When you come in the huddle, we take a deep breath. You know, so those are the things that, you know, we've we've kind of hit on and that he hits on and, and giving everybody a process to that, you know, of, of, of becoming great. What does that look like? What does that feel like? How do I become that? You know, so that's how we that's how we use them. He's talked to our guys about mental imagery, you know, so he's created audio and, you know, before games, you know, these guys will listen to their own audio of what they created with him, of how they see themselves competing in that game from a mental standpoint. What are you telling yourself, which is important? You let your mind talk to yourself, it'll usually be negative. But if you're talking to yourself and you're speaking things, it's usually has a chance to be positive. So each guy has a, a mental imagery of, you know, how they envision themselves having success. And, you know, that's something they get to listen to uh, and make sure they're in that frame of mind. You know, that's kind of how we're, we're using him and some of the things he's bringing to the team. Uh, that's incredible. It's so interesting uh, just as a fan to hear kind of some of the things that these guys go through and do to prepare for the games. I mean, listening to yourself kind of hype yourself up before a game or a practice is, is so fascinating. And, you know, you wouldn't often associate meditation with basketball, but, you know, even thinking of just someone pausing at the free throw line, as you said, taking a deep breath and using that as a little meditation is just so fascinating. You know, ha has that been uh, kind of a big paradigm shift for the guys or is this something that they have just kind of eased into? Well, I mean, we've, you know, we've been doing this, um, but all of it is new, you know, so, you know, we don't have enough data right now to measure, you know, who's doing what. And, and like anything else, sometimes when you introduce something new, you know, you don't know if it's good for you or not good for you. You know, so I think our guys will, as time goes on, they'll figure out it's very helpful, it's very beneficial. Uh, but we're really kind of in the beginning stages of all that. Well, something else you spoke to about the keys to being uh, a champion is eating. And Emily Mitchell, uh, the team dietitian, has been working with your guys as well. How much of a role has she played in, in helping the guys form a diet and stick to a regimen? Yeah, she's played a massive role. Um, you know, she has changed in a very short time um, the way our guys look, their conditioning, because what they're eating is allowing them to to actually be in better shape, slower to be winded, um, a faster recovery from a workout. And you can see your body shaping and being sculpted. And, you know, all these guys, especially in college, they love looking at themselves. So, you know, I think she's really changed how our guys feel about nutrition, which the thing I love about that, that's not only 
a collegiate thing or a sports thing. That's a life thing. And these guys know now and understand a better way to eat for their lives, for their kids, for their families as they have that, as they get older, you know, so I, I love that. But uh, she's really impacted our, our team. I mean, if you look at our, our body fat percentage from where it was to where it is now, there's a drastic change. If you look at how our guys are performing in the weight room, there's a drastic change. Also, the way we want to play is completely different. Uh, nutrition is a huge part of that. It allows us to be in the kind of shape we need to be to, to play at the kind of pace we want to play at. Well, I know you've mentioned uh, in previous conversations that we've had in the podcast that you want this team to be relentless. You want this to be a team that wears you down. And uh, you know, I can only assume that being in the best physical shape you can be is uh, is just a part of that. And kind of adding on to that, has this been something that's that's been exciting and uplifting for the guys to see not only physical results, but kind of keeping tabs on their own performance in the weight room increasing and their own performance on the court increasing? I think so. Yeah. You know, like anything else, you know, even when you change the food, it's like, oh, I don't like this. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is pretty good. You know, when you're not used to doing something, especially when you change the way a food tastes or, you know, you're not eating a bunch of sugary stuff. You know, sometimes that's not as fun. But when you see the results and you start to get used to it, you're going, man, this is pretty good. They all take pride in it and they've all bought into that because they can see uh, the effects of it in a positive way. You know, so that's been encouraging. The more I've spoken to you and kind of watched this team, whether it be on social media or through reading your new standard letters, it seems like there's a real holistic approach being taken with this team. You know, you're you're helping the guys from the mental standpoint, uh, from the dietary standpoint, in the weight room, strategy-wise, you know, mindset-wise with being competitive. Is that something that's that's intentional, trying to create well-rounded people as, as well as athletes? Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to be a team. I want to have a good program. A good teams, a good program produces really good people and a good program doesn't focus on just one side. Uh, it focuses on everything and, and we want to educate the um, entire person, just like our mission statement of the school. If our guys come here and they just, all they learned was basketball, we failed them. I want, when our guys leave here, they're well prepared for life and they've seen different things, they know different ways. And they have a chance to not only improve their life, but other people's lives. So uh, you can't do that if you're only one dimensional. And we want to make sure that as it pertains to each guy, they're, they're very well rounded. I want to shift gears uh, just a moment to, to speak again about uh, your most recent uh, new standard letter that came out on the 14th. You kind of drew the analogy between having the right bricks, referring to people, and the right mortar, referring to culture, in order to build a successful team and a successful program. And, and this is something that you said that this LMU team has. And reading that, the analogy of bricks and mortar, I couldn't help but think of John Wooden's pyramid for success. Was this an intentional parallel, or was this something that you had drawn inspiration from? No, not, you know, Coach Wooden is uh, way ahead of where I'll ever be. Uh, so I certainly wasn't a parallel, although obviously that, you know, the pyramid of success is a proven process and, and, and it works. For me, as we're building something, because that's what we're doing, we're trying to build a program. You know, I keep saying we have the right bricks. The bricks are the people. What has to improve here is the, the mortar. And the more just the culture, and that's everybody. It's not just our players, it's everybody. It's the athletic department. It's uh, the people in the athletic department. It's our staff. It's the university. It's the community, all that. And the stronger we can be, the stronger that bond is, the stronger that glue is, the better wall we can build. 
the stronger the bricks will stay together when adversity hits. When you don't have the right mortar and adversity hits, the bricks fall apart. And we want to be a wall that is strong. We want to be a house that is strong. We want to be a house that is built on solid foundation and that is connected and glued together correctly and can withstand anything. And and that's what I was referring to. And that's what we have to be. And that's what each of our guys have to represent in terms of how they carry themselves, how they show up every day. You know, for our players, it's how we compete. It's our basketball character. And I keep saying from a personal standpoint, we have as high as personal characters I've been around. Our basketball character has got to improve. And that's how we compete. That's how we fight. That's how we handle adversity. That's how we handle hard things. That's how we handle success. All that we've got to be better at. And then holistically, like I said, as a staff, we've got to continue to to get better and we got to grow and we got to learn. Uh, from the athletic department, we got to continue to grow the program, invest, find ways to be better, uh, connect. You know, as a as a university, we got to continue to do the same thing. So, if if we're all doing that, the stronger the mortar gets, the more together the bricks are, the better the house we build. Well, building on on that idea of connectivity, how how important is it as a coach in this city and in LA? to share your knowledge and what you know and your experiences with other coaches and other programs, whether it's at the high school level or the junior level or even other collegiate programs to kind of help shape specifically with, with the younger guys, uh, the next generation of, of players. Yeah, well, you know, we, we believe in sharing here. We believe that creates power. You know, we've gone out of our way here since we've been here in a short time to really try to share with high school coaches, AU coaches, clinics, you know, all those things. Um, to help give back, and you should. And I hope that we'll be a place where people feel like they can come and learn and grow and that we're open and receptive. And, you know, part of this is to give back. And, you know, there are so many people I know in my life that have, that have helped me get to where I am. I can't ever repay them back, but I can't pay it forward. And, and a way to do that is to, to give back to other people in that way to, to help uh, strengthen their knowledge of the game and or whatever else they need. So that that's that's vital and that's very important to us. Is this something that you're hoping the guys on your team will start to implement as well? Yeah, I mean, one of the you know the first core principle in our program is selfless. You got to be selfless. What does that mean? LMU over you, but being a selfless person means that you share. You share knowledge. You share time. You share energy. You know, you look out for other people. It's not about you. And I, I, I hope people will say that about our program. Well, that selflessness, I can only assume, translates also to on the court. You know, is that a challenge for you as a head coach with so many good individual players to implement that sense of selflessness uh, when it comes to team play? I think our guys are, are pretty unselfish on the court, um, you know, offensively. But I think when you think about selflessness, people always think about offense. And selfless is also... When you're tired and you feel like taking a playoff, you don't do that. You finish the possession. Defensively, if you have a chance to go block a guy out, you block him out. You make a physical play. That's selfless. When you're supposed to be at the right spot at the right time defensively, you're there. That's selfless. Put your body on the line. Take a charge. That's selfless. You know, so that's how I look at that word. It's not always making the extra pass. 
It's, you know, doing the physical things on the other end as well. It's also, hey, are you willing to take less minutes so the team can do more? That's selfless, you know, so we'll see as the season goes and, you know, minutes and games become real and people are playing and not playing how selfless we are, but championship teams are selfless. It's exciting to see a team really work together and kind of it, it all come together on the court when you see these things being implemented in practice and you hear them being talked about in, in conferences or like on this podcast. It's really exciting to see it all come together and I can't wait. And obviously we've got uh, a glimpse at some scheduling coming forward, but when it, we do get to, to actually all be together in Hank's house, I'm very much looking forward uh, to seeing those guys come out and play as a team. A few weeks ago, you mentioned that you wanted this team to have a solid understanding of the new offensive, defensive, and transition schemes uh, before heading into these official full-fledged practices that you guys have been running now for a couple days. Uh, Do you feel that that goal has been met, and is there still work that needs to be done before actual gameplay starts? Um, Yeah, no, I I think our guys have a a pretty good understanding of who we are now, who we got to be, and now it's a matter of, you know, just working at it to clean it up and uh, to get better at those things. But uh, I do feel like they have an understanding and we know now it's honing those skills and sharpening our tools uh, in in all those areas. But I've, I've been pleased with that. And lastly, uh, before we let you go here, said a few days ago, you, you tweeted something that really struck me. Uh, you said, quote, the line with the most scars is the best hunter. You don't go through life undefeated. In the past few seasons, the Lions, this Lions team specifically, has gathered a couple scars. How do you feel like those experiences and those scars or wounds will help shape this team moving forward? Uh, and will that give them a little bit of chip on their shoulder going into the season? Well, I would hope so. And if you've been scarred, you know, it means you've been through some stuff. It should also mean that you're hungry to go after the things that you want and you feel like you're at a point where you deserve that. Well, you have to, you got to have the courage to go get it. You know, we have been scarred, but now it's, it's, those should be lessons that we learn from and we apply. If you've been scarred and you continue to do the same thing over and over, well then shame on you. You, you have not learned the lesson. So, um, you're going to go through stuff in life. That's part of life. And what I've learned sometimes when adversity has hit, there's been, and I've said this, there's opportunity to have success and you have a chance to really, really learn. And I think our guys have a lot of learning experiences. Now it's time to go apply what we've learned. Well, as I said before, uh, I'm very, very excited to watch that play occur and watch you guys on the court, hopefully in person as a fan in Gersten or behind the mic calling the game. Coach, thanks so much again for taking the time with us. We look forward to speaking with you next week. Awesome. Thank you. Of course. Lions, thank you for joining us for another episode of All Access with Stan Johnson. Join us next week as head coach Stan Johnson continues to take you behind the scenes with the men's basketball program. Until then, have a great week and go Lions. Go Lions.